What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the very first episode of the Strong Statics Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Clark. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you guys for taking some time out of your day to tune in and listen to what I have to say. I have been meaning to start this podcast for a while, and now that I've actually started, I'm really pumped to share a bunch of content with you guys. Essentially, for today's episode, I want to introduce the podcast and share basically what I'll be covering and what we'll be going over from now on, and I would also like to give you guys a little bit of a background history of myself. So with this podcast, the intention that I have is I want to share a bunch of content in in the health and fitness space. I want to talk about training for improving your body composition, training for athletic development and performance, dieting for body composition, dieting for performance if you're an athlete, different types of training modalities, training theories, recovery, supplementation, you name it, I want to go over it and give you guys as much information to help you guys in your quest to living your strongest, healthiest, and best life. So one of the biggest reasons why I want to start this podcast in the first place is because in many ways, sports and fitness not only saved my life, but really changed my life in a lot of ways. And I'd really like to share information with you guys that can hopefully help you guys live your guys' best life, and hopefully it has an impact on you guys the way it has had a really great and positive impact on me. Now, with that being said, for those of you guys who don't know me very well, I would love to share a little bit of a background history of myself so you guys know me a little bit better and kind of understand, you know, things that I've been through, my roots, where I'm from, how I grew up, so on and so forth. I was born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska. I grew up there my whole entire life until about the age of 18. I have two wonderful parents by the name of Mike and Christine Clark, and I also have a younger brother by the name of Matt. Now, my early childhood was kind of interesting. Um, my, my dad, Mike, and my mom, Chris, my, my dad, Mike, in a lot of ways, he, he's a lifesaver, really. So M- Michael is, he is my dad. He is not my biological father, even though he is my dad. Um, I do not believe that family is necessarily always blood-related. I think family is family, and it's about how you love people, how you take care of people, how you treat people. And my dad, Mike, is the one who ultimately raised me. My mom was married before him uh, to who I call the the donor of the biological, my biological father. Um, They ended up splitting when I was about, I think, two and a half or so, and you know, I, it kind of left some some scars early on. I, if you guys, anybody who knows me when I was a really young child, some of my best friends growing up, some of the families I knew, especially my parents, I was a very self conscious, very low self esteem kid. Um, I started playing sports from a really young age. My dad got me into baseball when I was six years old, and. I would, I mean, this is give you an example of like where I was at. Like, I would strike out in baseball and like go to the dugout and cry. <laughs> and I did that all the time for a while. I mean, I didn't really outgrow that until I was probably like seven or eight. I had a, you know, I just had some emotional stuff. I was extremely self conscious in my own skin, very low, poor self esteem. And like I said prior, you know, sports in many ways have changed my life and they have. They've taught me how to 
become confident in myself, confident in my ability. It's taught me self-efficacy and confidence and all that stuff. Um, you know, and it's really changed my life. And that's why I, I want to talk to you guys about all this stuff. And I, I'm a big proponent personally for openness transparency I think a lot of people don't really talk about stuff that's personal very much and I think at the end of the day you know we all have a story and I'm not sharing this stuff because I'm looking for a pity party I'm not looking for any of that I could honestly not really give a shit about that the reason why I'm sharing stuff like this is because we all have a story we all come from something we all have scars and ultimately, I think that if you use that to your advantage, it gives you the opportunity to become an extremely strong person. So kind of moving forward, I, I got in sports, like I said, from a very young age. I was six years old. I played baseball for about nine years of my life. Through that time, I also did. Uh, I played basketball for a couple of years. I wrestled for a couple of years. And I started doing track and field in middle school and also football in high school. For those of you guys who know me and know my athletic background, track and field is really where I accelerated at. Um, I, I was a very good shot putter and discus thrower in high school. My senior year of high school, I ended up leading the nation in the shot put. Um, there's not a lot of athletes from Alaska who, who do that, and it's something I'm very proud of. And I'm, I was very happy to be from the state that I grew up in. Alaska is a it's an amazing place if you're into the outdoors if you like to fish and camp and hunt and You like skiing and snow machine and snowboarding and whatever. I mean, it's it's a really awesome place So being able to do that from the state that I was from was really cool and Alaska will always be a place that I hold very dear to my heart. It is still a place. I'll always call home Anyways, track and field was really kind of what led me down this whole entire path. I, uh, I ended up earning a scholarship to Arizona State University, and that's where I went to college. I was there for, shoot, I lived in Arizona for almost a decade actually, but I was in school for five years. Um, I ended up redshirting my first year. Uh, so a lot of athletes, I don't know if you guys aren't familiar, there are a lot of track and field athletes, specifically throwers that do redshirt for a year, especially if you're a male. And part of the reason for that is it just takes, it takes a little bit of time to adjust a heavier implement and also just kind of get used to the whole training system and so on and so forth. So while at Arizona State, um, I was a four-time national champion in the shot put. I was an eight-time All-American in the shot put and, and the hammer throw, and I was also a three-time Pac-12 champion. Looking at it, I've been retired from my sport now for four years. I didn't really appreciate it until the longer I've been away. And it's uh, the journey I had as an athlete was also interesting. My very first year of college, I get to Arizona State, and I ended up blowing out two of my discs in my lower lumbar spine. I, I bulged my L4, L5, and L5S1. Anybody who's listening who has legitimate back problems can attest that it is it can be terrible. <laughs> As an athlete, it can be rough. I was at a point where I had days where I could barely walk. I could barely get out of bed. I couldn't even put my socks on or put my shoes on. Um, and as a freshman, that was really hard. And looking like going back and kind of just like thinking about that experience, you know, I had a doctor at Arizona State who told, and I'm not going to get into any names here, but 
I was told that you know you'll never be able to to clean you'll never be able to squat and deadlift heavy you're not gonna be able to do rotational stuff which is if you guys are if you understand throwing there's a lot of rotational aspects there basically I was told as this 18 year old freshman uh, you won't be able to perform at the level you want to perform with the limitations you have with your back and you know that was quite depressing uh, <laughs> I was a you know left Alaska go move down to Phoenix huge change huge culture shock for me um, kind of slapped in the face being told like you you can't like you you're like you physically are not able to be to be the athlete you want to become is basically what I was told and you know for a while that kind of kind of hit home like it, it, it was hard it was emotional like I mean there's there's days and weeks that would pass where I was going go to physical therapy and the pain was getting worse and I couldn't train how I needed to train and I was like man like maybe I I'm not cut out for this I had I had some self-doubt creep in I was doing everything I could in my power to get better and it wasn't happening and months and months went past interesting story um, you know, I, I won't say that I'm necessarily a, a person. I, I do think that the universe works in a certain way. I think that certain things can happen for a reason. And I had a moment, and this is this is interesting. I went to Panda. So for you guys, it's, Panda is like a fast food Chinese restaurant. Um, you know, there was a place right by my dorm that we used to go to all the time. It was cheap. You could eat a ton of food. It was great if you're on a budget, so on and so forth. And I, at this point, I was pretty depressed. I was like, man, like I'm in constant pain. I can't, I can barely tie my shoes most days. Can't train well, blah, blah, blah. I went to Panda for lunch one day by myself, nobody there. And I, you know, I get my meal. And at the time, it was basically like a shitload of chow mein and, and fried rice because I didn't really know much about nutrition at that point. And three sides of, uh, basically meat right it was just three entrees ate a ton of food eat my sorrows away plus I'm just trying to get bigger you know all this stuff and I get a fortune cookie I open up this fortune cookie and inside of it I I, I ended up losing this probably six or seven years later so this was a few years back I ended up losing this thing but I kept it and laminated it because it was like just crazy this fortune cookie said don't let unexpected things throw you and throw the word throw was literally in quotation marks and I looked at that and I was like what in the absolute world is this like I was a thrower right shot putter discus thrower hammer thrower you're a throwing athlete I get this fortune cookie that says don't let unexpected things throw you and I was like okay this if there's anything as a sign or anything like destiny this is my sign that like hey you have to like stick it through you're clearly at a low point like let's get going and it kind of re-motivated me it was like it was re-inspired re-inspiring so on and so forth anyways moving forward you know I uh I ended up getting better I won four national championships in the shot put I was eight-time All-American and three-time Pac-12 champion. And it was one of those things like at the end of the day, 
I think you kind of have to have the mindset. If you really want something, you have to go out and freaking get it. People might tell you, no, you can't. No, you, you, you're not capable. I've had people, I've even had people recently say I'm not capable. And the thing is, is that at the end of the day, if you buy into that and you believe that, that's, that's what your reality becomes. But if you actually believe in yourself, and it's a lot easier said than done, you know, that's kind of the reality you'll have. So my whole point with that story is just stick it through, train hard, be resilient regardless of what, you know, step of life you're in. So after I graduated from college, I, uh, I'll move forward a little bit here. I know I'm rambling on. Um, I ended up earning my degree in exercise and wellness and nutrition management. And after college, I started working full-time and I was pursuing a professional career in track and field. Um, I ended up throwing professionally for Nike in the United States of America for three more years after I got done with college. And my best year ever was in 2015. In 2015, I was ranked number eight in the world in my event. I also made a world championship team for the United States and got to compete in Beijing, China, which was awesome. It was just an incredible experience. It was not, it was actually one of the worst competitions I've had. Um, I did not do well. There was a few things that happened that just did not go as planned and it is what it is, but nonetheless, it was a phenomenal experience. And the thing that was really cool about it is that my sport ended up taking me all around the world. I've been all through Europe and been through Asia. I've met a lot of really great people and I've made a lot of really great friends along the way. And really the sport has changed my life. I mean, it's, it's impacted who I am as a person. It's, it's taught me self-efficacy and confidence and so on and so forth. Um, so moving forward, you know, we were, uh, my, my wife and I ended up meeting in college. Kelly was a, also a very good athlete. She was a two-time All-American swimmer at Arizona State University. Um, we both graduated right around the same time and lived in Phoenix for about five more years, uh, excuse me, four more years after we got done with school. After that, you know, we ended up, we got married and we had our daughter and we ended up moving to Athens, Georgia. And Athens is where we're currently residing. Um, so we've kind of been all over. Kelly also is a military kid, so she she's moved all over the world. I mean, she was born in Maryland. She lived in Thailand for a couple of years and Australia for a few years and Florida. And she's kind of been all over. Um, but one of the biggest reasons that brought us out to Athens is you know, family and work and the job that originally brought me out um, here, I'm actually no longer doing, but family was the biggest thing that brought us out and having a young child and being close to a set of parents is very important, very helpful. So basically in a nutshell, that's kind of a little bit about myself. Um, I just wanted to share that stuff with you guys so you have a little bit of an idea of, of you know, who I am what I'm about, what I, what I do. I, I am a, currently I am a nutrition coach and a private strength and conditioning and personal trainer, um, strength and conditioning coach and personal trainer. I do a little bit of all that stuff and I am at a gym called D1 training here in Athens. So, you know, future wise, I am training athletes and general population here in Athens at D1 training. If you guys are in the area and 
uh, are looking for training slash coaching, please feel free to reach out. Um, if not, I also do online coaching. I get help in any way. And I'm really excited to start this with you guys and share a bunch of stuff. With that being said, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for taking some time to listen to the podcast today. I had a really fun time sharing this stuff with you, and I can't wait to release the second episode, and I will talk to you guys here very soon. Thank you.